Hey, look, guys. Look. Nope. Look what I'm doing. Nope. Look what I'm doing. Guys. Nope. Guys. No, no, no. Nope. You're an idiot. Hello, it's Wednesday, 7th of September, and you're joining us on the Go Play That podcast. My name is Rob Cook. I'm with Tom Wolford. Oi, oi. And Bob Morate. Hello. And we're to chat about games. We've got a, a few different ideas for this week's podcast. We're going to start by talking about what we've been playing. Uh, I'll start, shall I? Sure. Um, it's, it's not really a different idea, but go ahead. Well, you, you'll see. We'll get around to it. Um, so I've been playing Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, on the PC. Uh, I talked about it last week that I'd made a start and I think I'm nearing the end of it, guys. I had a monster, a few monster sessions this weekend. I'm up to 20 hours. Hmm. Um, and so far, so Deus Ex. It's not really surprising anything that's happening in the game. Um, but I'm enjoying it a lot. It's one of my favorite games of the year so far. And I know Tom's been playing a fair amount. Uh, you enjoying it, Tom? I am, yeah. Like you say, it's more Deus Ex. If you liked Human Revolution, you're probably going to like this. Yeah. Um, it's better. It is, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, are you playing pacifist or lethal? I've, I've, not, act, I've not intentionally killed anybody. Um, right. The only people that have died have been civilians caught in crossfire. Um, but I've not shot a single lethal round except at um, some of the drones that are flying around they don't have souls so i took them out <laughs> but no i've been using so i've been set up using um a tranquilizer rifle so s- setting people to s- sleep from afar metal gear solid 2 style and uh other than that got the stun gun i have a shotgun for the for the robot stuff and i've just been specking towards being able to hack being able to move around quickly being able to I've got a um on my middle mouse button for my quick select like the the most the my fastest uh way to get to any of my augmentations is a is a stealth camo so I have that for a few seconds so if I'm in danger or I need to run across a courtyard or something I can just hit that and, and run into cover Okay so yeah. you're playing it kind of different to the way I'm playing it which is pure stealth Pure stealth okay I'm playing pure yeah, stealth I'm, mm, I'm reloading uh I haven't set off an alarm or been seen. Are you are you being fueled by trophies there? No, I mean the thing is, if I was going th- for the trophy run, it would actually make more sense to do my first run as a lethal run. I think. Okay. Because a lot. Okay, so a lot of your orgs are designed to be either lethal or non-lethal, even mm-hmm. the combat orgs. Um, but. I think a lot of the sort of trophies that you you might want to get are based around. It's probably easier to get them if you're going lethal. Okay. Because um, I'm coming across situations. I'm I'm luring people away. I'm taking them down silently. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trophies which involve dropping into the middle of a group. You that's, know, firing off multiple orgs, whatever. That that's weird because if I remember correctly, you're kind of like the detractor of stealth games from the group. But Deus Ex does it very well because it gives you the option. It's not like a, if you get seen, you fail. 
Okay. Like alarm panels, for example, are quite few and far between. Mm-hmm. So even if you do get seen, you can take somebody down before they can alert people. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm doing a lot of reloading, but it, it feels not a lot of reloading, but I'm doing reloading if I really screw up. You know, like if I try and yeah. take somebody down and they, they summon all their buddies. Um, but generally, I mean, the game is made with a couple of the orgs loaded. The game is made for you to play as stealth. I'm a detractor of stealth games when you are supposed to be stealthy, but the mechanisms, the mechanics in the game don't allow you to be efficiently stealthy. I'm not talking about sticks. <laughs> no, no, I, but I mean in general. Like uh, I liked Volume, for example. Volume was a very good example of a stealth game done right. Mm-hmm. It was designed around you feeling powerful while still being stealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find the same in, in, in Deus Ex. It's like run up behind, boom, chokehold, guy goes down, boom, stun gun, second guy goes down. Yeah, Drag, I like. I really like the um, the indicator for when you're getting seen because it gives you an opportunity to get out. It's really, yeah. it's just like a like an arc in the direction mm-hmm. of where you're being seen, so you can easily dash into some cover that blocks their vision. Or for me, I've got like the stealth camo, which completely confuses them, and then <laughs> retreat back to where I'd scurried from because I'm going like cover to cover all the time. And then you do have the double arc system where it's like. They've seen you, but if they fill up that first arc, they become suspicious and come yeah. looking for you, which actually can work in your favor if you can get them to, like, hey, hey, look over here. It's I, a I usually jump on the spot to yeah. <laughs> like, use sound <laughs> to get them to come across, <laughs> rather than, like, sight. I actually I ran into a room after reloading from a checkpoint uh, a bit too hurriedly, and that triggered someone to come towards me, and I thought, oh, that's a interesting yeah. way to do that. I remember <laughs> doing that in Dishonored as well. That kind of distractions and lures. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm really looking forward to Dishonored Two. Actually, this this game's got me pumped up to play that because it's very mm. it's very similar in in how you'd actually play it. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying uh, Mankind Divided, and I I just like all the side missions. I'm playing every side mission I get. All the points of interest, all the side missions, all the main missions. I'm clearing out the side stuff before I get back on my main path, what? and uh, is. It seems it, it, I'm enjoying the writing. I'm enjoying the weird little stories. I I just finished finished like a murder mystery side mission that was was like multifaceted. It was really good fun. Yeah, um, I've been doing the side missions, and what I really like about the the side missions is that they they take a while. So when you get that mission, you can start it. You can maybe do the first one or two points on that mission, but maybe you don't have anywhere near the the orgs that you need to go back and do it. Yeah. So I'm finding that like I'm going back to a side mission like 40, 50 minutes later after maybe completing another main mission or something and being like, right, I got enough XP or whatever practice, practice kits. Points. Yeah. yeah. To be able to like do something and find a different way into that mission. I've had enough practice points in my pocket. Uh, Peter Pepper... um i've had enough stored away and that i've only used them when i've come to a point where like oh i've just got into a room full of gas tom must have been in here uh (laughs) i'll put a point into the like iron lung thing so i can i can walk around freely or like oh (laughs) actually when i when i bought the stealth thing it was because i couldn't find a way to go cover to cover so i put a point into the stealth and then dashed across the room I've been doing very much the same. I didn't have at the beginning, uh, certainly, but uh, I've done a couple of like 
Uh, I've just finished the Golem City missions. And I did all the side missions. You know, you have to get into a certain point. Yep. And there's like maybe, I think, three side missions or four side missions that you can do that would give you different ways in. Yeah. Mm. I finished all of them before I actually went in. Nice. And you get full, like, the 1,500 points for, like, completing a side mission, whatever. So I just loaded up on Praxis points at that point. Okay. And now I've got the same. It's like, oh, suddenly I need wall smash strength. Uh, yeah, I'll put a point in that. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> suddenly I've got a mighty arm, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've been following much the same on that. But um, mm. I'm definitely playing it pure stealth. Uh, to the point where there's certain things that I've reloaded over and over again, uh, especially when it becomes out-and-out out combat. Sure. And you didn't want it to do that. Yeah, no, I've um, done that as well. There's only one point in which I just let it happen and dashed through. Like, I didn't engage with any combat, so I still not killed anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just used the agility moves and the stealth camo stuff to just dash through something that would... In my normal style of taking me 20 minutes, it took me three because I just ran through everything, hid behind cover, reset the alarm, hacked a camera and moved on through. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to stick with it through to the end. I've managed to um, just stay with the game for a few monster sessions and, and happy to have had the time set aside for that. Um, other than that, I finished Danganronpa 2 mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite games ever. I I enjoyed it more than the the first one. Even more. Yeah, it's the okay. it's um as I said before, it just it knows it's expecting that you play the first one and so it plays with what you know. Yeah. And um it's the first game in probably half a decade at least in any recent memory to to put me with a cold sweat running down my back from a revelation that happened. Like usually I I'll, I'll get into that kind of mood in like a action sequence or in an online match or in a competition where I'm, I'm completely bought into the situation and I'm, you know, I'm heavily invested and emotional <laughs> about mm-hmm. it. Um, something happened in one of the later cases that completely blew my mind, like how incredibly well done, like the whole mystery had gone on and the revelation as it was hitting, as the characters were still speaking and realizing themselves, it left me just stunned. <laughs> uh, probably in the same way that you get out of any uh, visual novel, Bob, like any yeah, that you might have I played. Was, I was just about to say, I can't wait for you to play the Zero Escape series. Yeah, I'm just, as I said, waiting for them to drop them on, on Steam. I'll, yeah. I'm fine with waiting to see if that actually happens. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's confirmed already. So Nice. Okay, cool. Then I'll wait. They, they you, eventually will. You, in return, need to go and play these games. I, I will, yes. Yeah. Because I, I remember I didn't really play the first one, but I watched the anime based on the seri- on the story of the first game. Mm. So I know already what it's about. I know the story about it. All sure. I missed is the gameplay sections and probably like the more uh, interactivity between the class trials and like the relationship between the characters, the one that you are forging sure. during the days, you know. So that yeah, all yeah. that content is omitted, of course. Yeah. I that wouldn't really mind it, playing it again. The thing, I'm not sure you'd enjoy playing it now that you've seen a lot of what happens because the, yeah. from what I've seen of the anime, it is just playing out what happens in the game. But what then you, what you would have jump. missed, maybe jump to two, maybe finish yeah. playing, like watching through the anime up until they finish the arc of the first game because I'm pretty sure it's all there and then jump into two because yeah. there aren't any, you know, it's not really like recurring yeah. characters. It's 
if the only premise. thing that is actually stopping me from playing too is like the the main plot and the story and the revelations that are revealed on on the first game then yeah i think i'm more than ready to play the second already yeah especially because i i left it a long time between playing one and two and the the base mechanics of the game are pretty much identical so playing them back to back isn't really worthwhile it doesn't it doesn't mm. set you up well it you'll end up feeling burnt out by the time yeah. you get halfway through the second game so yeah, yeah. visual novels do that it's yeah. not something that you're supposed to play lay like, one after another unless that's your thing of course i mean sure. there's people for everything but they, they can be really dense they can be really tiring there's a lot of information to process mm-hmm. and if you if you just like uh, streamline them one after another you may just get tired of of so many good writing you know so many good mm-hmm. points and revelations so it's it's it's. I think the best way to play visual novels is, is that you play it, and then after a few months you come back to another, or you can continue with the series, whatever. Yeah, you go play some completely different games, and you come back to it, and it's feel feels better that way. So, same for me for like reading reading books. Like, yeah, if I was reading the Halo books back to back to back, and yeah, by some point it's like, how many have I read now? Wh- wh- who are the characters in this one? <laughs> um, but yeah, Danganronpa two. I think the highest praise I could give it is it made me shocked. Like I've not been shocked before by any game, film, anything in in this medium, really. Nice. Um, other than that, I played on the new map in Overwatch, uh, the German oh. castle. Yeah, Eisenwald, uh, right? Eisenwald, yeah. yeah. Uh, something to that effect. Um, it's a cool map. I played uh, a couple of um, couple of matches with Stu, who's also been doing some of his placement matches for season two. Uh, I think maybe both of you have tried. Season I haven't, two? You haven't no, tried it. Yet. I think Tom mentioned you tried doing I was on matches. it tonight, just before the podcast. Yeah, I haven't seen the new map. I don't even know if it's available on console. I don't it? think it is. Um, but yeah, uh, I've <laughs> three placement matches, two losses and a draw thus oh, far. Oh boy, very nice. Yeah. yeah, and that is one thing that I'm a bit down about because I thought maybe they'd change the placement to being like, or, or any, any way you rank to be like how you've done. Because I've been almost top player in in all three matches that I played, like gold, mm. gold, silver, bronze, silver, something like that across the board. <laughs> I'm yeah. still getting losses. Mm. The good thing is, if it puts me down in like bronze, then I can fight my way up fairly quickly. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Very likely. Yes. Although I think many of us felt that we were stuck wherever it had placed us. It's like there's no way of getting out of this bracket or whatever it was because we were stuck with people on our team that were equally not equally but as bad as the other team i didn't feel that so much on console okay. um because like i placed at 52 in season one mm. i rolled down to 46 through losses and then with some powerful play towards the end of the season i pulled myself back up to rank 54 nice and, you know so there was like an eight eight rank swing going on in there okay um yeah my season high was 38, so if that wow. says anything <laughs> yeah, wow. about either my skills or the PC uh, yeah, version. Maybe yeah. the PC is just way more extreme. Uh, plus, like we've mentioned in previous podcasts, I mean, me and Jonathan found this this sort of rule of thumb on console that if you play at weekends, you mm. gain ranks. If you play in the week, yeah. you lose ranks. <laughs> right. I'm still worried about the ranked uh, ranked seasons in Overwatch. I feel that if I play it on my own, I will not only not enjoy it, but mm. I will also become super salty. So I sure. will only I will only play it with friends. Several That's my t- rule. 
my last few sessions with with Overwatch, with the exception of just trying this new map, I came away uh, in a in a foul mood, like worse than when I went in. And uh, which is something feel- that which is something that Overwatch is trying to avoid at all costs. And if it's yeah. the moment I I feel that I'm starting to get grumpy when I'm playing a game. It's the time I stopped playing it. I think it's because I'm kind of invested and feel like I should be better at it. Like when Probably, I was playing, yeah. when I was playing <laughs> Counter Strike with randoms, I <laughs> when I was terrible and they were shouting at me, I was like, "Whatever, dude, <laughs> that's the best <laughs> you're gonna get out of me." Yeah. Whereas Overwatch, I feel like oh, I could have, I should have done better than I did there, and I oh, let down by my team. Uh, yeah. Well, this, yeah. This yeah. this segues nicely into what I've been playing outside sure. of Deus Ex, which is the uh, Battlefield One beta. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, and I have to say, contrary to Overwatch, which, as you say, I'm I'm really invested in that game. You know, I've put like eighty hours into it, and I I want to you know prove my worth. Mm. And you do get dragged down by a bad team. I've noticed the thing that I'm noticing with with Battlefield is I used to be good at Battlefield, and I'm still good at Battlefield. Okay. <laughs> like since we since we stopped playing Hardline. Mm. After the first, I I don't even think I made it to the first expansion in Hardline no. um, of the multiplayer content, but we we did play online. But even Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, I was consistently sort of top five in my team. Sure. Uh because the the thing I really love about Battlefield is the way you can outthink opponents, even if you can't outgun them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different ways of like just being smarter than the people you're playing. Just against. the way that you're approaching whatever scenario, like okay, don't just run straight in with a jeep and then jump out the side and start firing. Like. Exactly, or even you know the the comedy tricks of running around a wall when someone's firing at you and then going prone or continuing running because they kind of expect you to be there. Yeah. Uh, waiting behind the wall so you can like run around the other side and get them. It's it's all silly shit like that, but. I, I love the Battlefield games, and I've, I've come into the beta, and it's like, yep, consistently top five, mm-hmm. top three to top five in the beta, just like just playing as the medic, like, <laughs> I don't even Still care got what it. weapon. Still got it, you know, like pop, pop, pop with my Garand rifle, chucking med bags everywhere, morphing people <laughs> up, you know. You enjoying the World War One setting and sort of enemies, and not enemies, sorry, like the the weapons and yeah, like, like I'm horses. I'm, it's it's getting it's getting a little bit like I think that's why I'm enjoying the medic class a lot more because mm-hmm. the Garand like it's like semi-auto rifle is pretty much point and fire and people die yeah um, whereas I'm finding for example the assault class I haven't really spent any money to unlock them like the extra weapons and I'm finding that's like very good against vehicles and shit against infantry which I guess is the way it's supposed to be right. But I've been taken out multiple times by like snipers with pistols while I'm going in with my like roadhog style <laughs> <laughs> assault rifle, like. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm waiting to see what else will be included in the, you know, in the end product. Mm-hmm. Um, level 16 already in the beta. Well, for nothing. Oh, for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. Be no, I'm gonna get a little medal. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, if you play on four separate days and you get to level 15, you get it's a like shiny a dog tag level. or something. Yeah, plus I stabbed a dice guy, so I've got his <laughs> medals as well. You're getting permanent banned. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I spend 70 quid on the new version of the game. It's like, you stabbed oh, me. Oh, I remember this guy. <laughs> Ban. Banned. But yeah, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, 
again, much the same as Deus Ex, it's Battlefield. Yeah. If you didn't like Battlefield 4, you're not going to like Battlefield Guess 1. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm still shit at flying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still pretty good in one-on-ones, and yeah, I can outthink my opponents nine times out of ten. So. Decent. <laughs> Yeah, cool. pretty good. I've got a love-hate relationship with Battlefield because I really want to like it and I really want to get good at it, but it's exactly the opposite as you, Tom. I mean, I cannot outthink opponents. I get outthink <laughs> all the time. You're just dancing so, in front of them and going, yeah, shoot it's me, just shoot like, me. I, I have zero peripheral vision. I have no idea where the people are hiding. I know nothing about my surroundings. And, and I, <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just like a sitting duck in the game all the time. You're the and sad sack that runs towards the vehicle and then someone else comes in from the side. You didn't even see them and they just nick it. Yeah. <laughs> Every, and then you walk to the next one and that's gone as well. <laughs> kind of. But no, I mean, I'm the kind of guy that is just like running around and then suddenly poof, died. And then as mm-hmm. I see someone like far in the distance with an assault rifle waving or, or whatever it's like oh my god how how do they even do that i i didn't even know he was there mm-hmm. so half of the times i i am just like wondering why and and trying to understand how this happened and the same thing happened with me um on battlefront star wars mm-hmm. battlefront i thought i thought maybe it's the games but no it's definitely me <laughs> but battlefront battlefront was way harder because you had the the kind it of st- yeah, I found Battlefront way harder on a, like an actual skill level because I think even the weapons have like this like stormtrooper blaster aim. Mm. So even if you are zoomed in, pinpoint accurate, <clears throat> and like on battlefield, you would be taking people out. It's like pew 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 yeah, pew, yeah. and all your lasers just you know you empty a clip and hit nothing but air. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not only that, um, but I also find it extremely unfair that people get the the jetpack by progressing on levels Mm. the jetpack is such a big advantage i mean i can't believe it it's such a big advantage and people who haven't reached this level are completely merciless i mean completely merciless is that the word no (laughs) no 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 no. it's just like we're we're at the mercy of people with jetpacks so yeah yeah the the guys are instantly like jumping off with a jetpack so oh i'm getting a shot jetpack away that's it yeah there's nothing you can do, and if you're if you don't have the jetpack, then yeah, you're just like again a sitting duck around. It, but it yeah, does it's, open up. Yeah, it's just it's just me. I'm no good with these games, and Overwatch is kind of like the exception of the first person shooter that I enjoy. Sure. Because yeah, classes are better defined, maps are much smaller, the 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 fun is more condensed, mm-hmm. and uh, generally it's 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 a better experience for me. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like Battlefield One. It's just that I probably would get salty very quickly. And of course, always be on the bottom of the list, which I'm okay with because mm-hmm. that's that's my skill. That's how it is. But but yeah, it's just no way for me to progress. But I I do notice the same way that I play with Overwatch. Like uh, the, my favorite character is Soldier Seventy Six because I play Overwatch the same way I play Battlefield. Mm. That I will not be in your face. You know, I'll be taking the secret route. I'll be running around, and like Soldier's mobility and stealth and healing ability gives you the ability to get into many more positions mm. and outthink your opponents, like pop up behind them and be like, ooh, Helix rockets up the arse. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas with a straight one-on-one, that's why I'm shit with McCree. Like if I'm one-on-one with somebody in Overwatch, I'm going to lose, mm. you know. But yeah, so I've been playing the beta, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, that's about it, apart from Deus Ex, because I've been away all okay. weekend. Mm-hmm. Bob, you've been playing something... Classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going retro 
Um, it might crusade because I, I tend to play my games on the couch, as you know, with Maggie. It might crusade to figure out exactly how the Steam controller works with every game. <laughs> I've been playing for the past few weeks Warcraft 3 on the couch with a Steam controller. <laughs> First time playing or you No, used no, to no. Play it? I mean, I've already played it but when it was released back in the day. It's a it's a 15-year-old game. So mm-hmm. it was originally released in 2000 or 2001, I can't remember now. But yeah, for a 15-year-old game, my god has this game aged well. So, uh any of you who played it, Warcraft 3? No, nope. no. Any my, of the Warcraft entries, other than one world, than world of Warcraft. No, I jo- I joined PC gaming long, long after that, like all right, twenty ten. So, <laughs> Warcraft, we can say that it was like the the debut of Blizzard into the RTS mm, genre, and um, it's got three entries and two expansions, and um, Warcraft one and two. They were really solid, but, well, I don't know. I mean, I have, when I played Warcraft 1 and 2, I was maybe like 8 or 9 years old. <laughs> so I, w- I would not remember anything about the story, but it was definitely nothing special. But when, when Warcraft 3 kicked in and it was showing all these like 3D graphics instead of 2D sprites and, and um, a much, much deeper lore, it, it explains like the origin of the, of the orcs. It explains the, um, what the Burning Legion is about, because the reason why we're playing this game is because World of Warcraft has now released the latest expansion, which is Legion. Right, of course. And uh, Legion talks about the the return of the Burning Legion, like uh, a faction of demons that are supposed to destroy the world and take control and whatever. Um, so in Warcraft 3, you are taught or you are told exactly how the Burning Legion came to be and how the Burning Legion came for the first time to Azeroth. And uh, you've, um, while normally Warcraft would be like Orcs versus Humans, Warcraft 3 added two new factions, which is the Undead and the Night Elves. Mm-hmm. And they got four stories that intertwine with each other and they explain everything and develop what it would be the lore of what later would come to be World of Warcraft. So Warcraft would not have any stories or any deep stories to make any kind of further uh, deeper game until World War Warcraft 3 came in. So that is when things went crazy. That's when the law went open and it was, okay, so open the floodgates. You've got, we've got so many things to develop here. We've got nice, interesting characters. We've got factions. We've got wars. We've got... Um, uh, demons coming in we've got places uh, cities that change places we've got uh mercenary factions that are somewhere around uh, we've got mages that control the elemental forces on and the portals of whatever so imagine all of that would be triggered by warcraft 3 <laughs> okay so about the game itself the game itself is a a, a real time strategy game that you would play with a keyboard and mouse Sure. But really, I just played with a mouse because I'm I'm using the Steam controllers. I just use the touchpad and the trigger. And um, for only using that, I've made it surprisingly far. <laughs> <laughs> so I've completed the, the tutorial campaign, the human campaign, the undead campaign, and I am about to finish the orc campaign. Yikes. And uh, it, after that, it's only the night elves. This has got to be the longest you've played one game with that controller, right? Um, 
it's still behind XCOM 2. Oh, of course, yes. All right. Yeah, all right. it's still behind XCOM 2, but it's it's somewhere in the line. Sure. Because uh, the sessions that I've been having on Warcraft 3, it's basically six to eight hours each. Because I just get sucked into the game and I complete a mission and a mission may take me like one hour. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just do three more. I don't know. It's It's really, really great. I mean, I could play that game for hours and I haven't even touched the multiplayer. And the multiplayer is where these games really shine. So Blizzard does RTS that are really well balanced for multiplayer. And uh, even today, it, it hold up, holds up very well. I mean, this is the game that actually made Dota and League of Legends and got them to exist. Did you know that Dota was originally a mod for Warcraft 3? I didn't know where it originated from. So it is. I mean, Warcraft 3 has this new mechanic compared to the previous entries where you would have like a hero unit and this hero unit would have skills that you will get by leveling up, killing minions around and killing enemy units. Mm-hmm. You could buy um, items that the hero would equip from certain stores. So all of that made the premise that I don't know how many guys would get together and think, okay, maybe we can do this a, a little different. And they modded that and created what it would be Defense of the Engines, which is Dota. Mm-hmm. And that game, well, you know how it went. So <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty popular now. Yeah, everybody went insane with that game. And that later on created League of Legends, Dota 2, and what we know now as MOBA. Even Blizzard made their own MOBA based unintentionally on a mod for Warcraft 3. Looped back around, yeah. Yeah, it just came the full circle later. So what led you to playing Warcraft 3 specifically? Just nostalgia or thinking about legion thinking it was about- a little bit of it was a little bit of both you know because yeah. maggie and i were talking about it they were like oh legion is out and and i kind of want to get back into it i kind of want to play legion now and i'm like no way i'm gonna get back into world of warcraft <laughs> yeah. right now yeah especially because if i get back into world of warcraft now in order to get to legion i would have to go through three different expansions that i haven't even touched right right so it, that's like months of content already and months of distractions and i know for a fact that I would not dedicate to it. Sure. So uh, when we thought about that, it's like, okay, but what is the Burning Legion? And I was like, you don't know what the Burning Legion is. It gets all explained in Warcraft 3. Mm, and okay. Maggie was like, oh, okay, show me. <laughs> and because because I, wa- I didn't want to find a YouTube video that would explain it, and it was like, it's better if we actually go and play it ourselves. And I kind of feel like playing it again. You know I mean? I remember sure. having so much fun with this game. I do kind of want to play it again. Where are you playing it out of? That's not available I'm, in Battle.net, right? It is, yes. I oh, mean, it okay. is available, but, but not in the launcher itself. So you, sure, can buy yeah. it, you can buy it on the Battle.net shop and it will get tied to your account. But you will need to go to the website and then log into your account and get it from there. So you get the installer and you install it and you play it DRM free and everything. Sure, okay. So And, and it works really well. I mean, it, I'm playing it on Windows 10 right now. I'm playing it with a Steam controller Every other game that I could think of would have exploded somewhere. Warcraft 3 <laughs> didn't. I mean, it just <laughs> it just works. I can't believe it. Nice. But yeah. Um, pretty high praise there as well. If you can li- literally run it on Windows 10 with a new peripheral that is never seen in its life. Yeah, exactly. Are they, like, are they supporting it? Are they adding stuff like compatibility drivers to it? Or is that Windows doing its job there? It's probably just Windows. I don't remember when Warcraft 3 got the latest, the latest patch. I know that Blizzard do like to keep their, their old games alive. 
So yeah, like they, they still were, do that. They were doing stuff for Diablo 2. Yeah, they, they were doing stuff from Diablo 2, and I think I've seen somewhere along the line a patch for StarCraft 1. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't know when the last patch for Warcraft 3 came in, but it's definitely three to four years ago. Easy. Right, okay, okay. So, I don't know. Very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, essentially, I think what... Well, at least this is my theory. When when you connect the Steam controller to the PC, it kind of recognizes it, and uh, the touchpad becomes like a USB mouse. And the buttons are actually tied to um, a key on the keyboard. Sure. So maybe you press B, but you're actually pressing Enter. Mm-hmm. So that that's how it works. So at least sure. that's how I think it works. And therefore, because it recognizes a keyboard and mouse, it just works on the get-go with... Warcraft 3 on any other game. Right, yeah, it doesn't It doesn't know what you've got connected, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't know that it's a special controller or anything. It just thinks it's a mouse, and it cool. works. Cool. So, yeah. Tom, you look, you uh, interested in getting back to WoW now that Legion's out? I, I know you've been talking about it just every I, day. I, just... I just literally can't wait. Um, you know, <laughs> I had a tattoo of the new logo done on my back. Um, <laughs> or not, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've basically abandoned the PC playing days. Um I know Earl's, Earl's messaging us at the moment about playing Mother Russia Bleeds. Four of us together. Um, right, I have yes. to check if my stat, if my specs will handle that game. I've been offered a copy of that game and I rejected it because I thought that I would not enjoy the ultraviolence of that game as much as someone else. And it's like, okay, maybe if you find someone else that would appreciate the game better, just give it away. Otherwise, I will take it. And apparently, they did find, find it too. Okay. So yeah, now I kind of want to play it now. Touch it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're all going to play without you um, yeah cool so a bit of a mix between the very new and the very old there on what mm, we've been playing totally. this yeah, week. yeah, yeah. okay we'll move on to the next segment uh, yeah, let's do it so we've come up with some questions because uh, none of you fuckers will email us <laughs> <laughs> but maybe this will start the ball rolling who knows um so we come up with some sort of mini topics that we can we can throw between the three of us um i don't think any of them expand would expand the length of a full podcast but you know we'll see how it goes and maybe we we put some on ice and, and come back to them later so um i think i shared this this list with you with you two earlier but uh I haven't really put too much thought into it. We'll, we'll start with the first one, which is um, of the games that you have played this year. Uh, which which do you plan to return back to before the end of the year? And we start talking about game of the year because on the site we're going to be doing. I think we'll probably blow it out more than we've done in previous years and and make quite a a lot of content talking about game of the year. I don't know if you both like thinking about game of the year stuff like coming yeah. up with a list like we've done that we've made our own personal list in the past but it's never really spanned across to either like a site one or podcast or or like creating video content as a result but um well this is the first year as of um because of the game of the year last year sure um i kind of screwed up last year because i made this game of the year and because over the end of the year i've been relying much more heavily on my ps4 rather than pc yeah um my my game of the year was very heavily skewed towards PS4. Mm-hmm. And I realized too late after writing it that there were two or three PC games that I'd played at the beginning of the year that I completely failed to mention. So stuff sure. like it happens. Techno, yeah, yeah. Techno Babylon, uh, Night in the Woods, which I think I even wrote in an article about Night in the Woods that it was on my game of year list. And, yeah. you know, it was the first game that I'd put on my game of the year list and I completely omitted it <laughs> in the in last year's goatees 
So this year, what I've actually been doing, you know, that's what it's called. Goatsy. Goatsy. <laughs> um, I like it. <laughs> the, I've been doing basically what you've been doing on a, on a much more simple scale and just keeping a record of every game that I've played. Sure. I should do that as well. Yeah. I definitely should because I, my mem- I have the memory of a goldfish. Me too. And I think a lot of it is based on me keeping lists of everything I need to do. <laughs> I need to get any thought that pops into my head. I write it down. And now I've come to a point where if I don't have the list, I don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been crazily tracking which days of the year I've been playing which games, which is for my own morbid amusement only uh i think yeah next year it's just going to be a list of games just just cold hard facts yeah um, that's right. and then you can you know you can cross-reference it with how much time you put into it if you go back in december and you think shit there was this game i played in january yeah i remember it being good and then you go back and you go well i've only got five hours on steam can't be that good <laughs> unless it, unless it was a 30 minute game that you played like 12 times sure. but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah time doesn't denote quality or anything it, but it, yeah. do, it doesn't but you know i i do think there would be some weight put into the fact you know i'm not going to be surprised if overwatch pops up on most of our game of the years just it's gonna because, make it's gonna make a placement somewhere i'm sure yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. because that none of us have less than probably 60 hours put into that game yeah something and to that you, effect, you so. can't say that it's a shit game if you, if everybody involved in go play that has put in you know 50 plus hours yeah yeah um, but yeah, so, the one the one game that I really want to get back to, and I I've just had this massive doubt all of a sudden that it was from this year. <laughs> Maybe it could have been tail end of last year, but it was Soma. That hmm. was from last year. Feck. I think. <laughs> but there's one. There was one that was on the cusp, which was the Witness, which I think you'd probably like, considering you like Talos Principle. Yeah, I got about four or five hours into the Witness, and then had to stop because of commitments. And it was mm. one of those games that I couldn't get back into. Um, Uli oh. is always poking me with a stick because that's his game of the year. Like he now says that that's in his top three ever. Oh. Uh-huh. Big Top words. three ever. So he's talking like Zelda on the snares, Mario sixty four or Mario sixty four maybe or something, and then The Witness. Like the Witness, his, <laughs> his top three games ever. He's aced it. He's done pretty much everything you can do. He's kind of half guiding a friend, like being like almost a watcher in the sky and being like, maybe you want to be thinking about this in a different way. Kind of. <laughs> spoiling it. Yeah, mean. no, not even <laughs> spoiling it. He's actually got like an email thread with a friend that he's like, the friend is trying to do it. And he's like watching him do it. And he's like not giving any direct hints, but he's like, <laughs> just maybe just, just pointing like, out after you've smashed your face 700 times into that wall like you just blew in the face standing yeah. in the corner yeah he's he's like to save your sanity there's a different way of doing that sure not giving I'm, any hints i'm gonna have trouble going it's what it's on my list of games to go back to but everything i've heard about the game and from playing it like the four or five hours about the same time as you is um as you're moving through it's relying on things that you've learned in a previous puzzle and you need to like put that into practice and build up a load. Like it all culminates in like a final puzzle for the section that requires you remember everything that you've done to that point. Yeah. (laughs) If I go back, yeah, exactly. If I go back in, I just don't know where I'm going to be, what it's, what it assumes that I already know and remember. 
yeah, I think I'm going to have trouble to the extent that I might not be able to go back or, yeah, I'm going to have to restart. Yeah, I would have to restart totally. Um, yeah. I mean, the one thing that that game did very, very well up until the point that I played it was the feeling of reward for working out a puzzle mm-hmm. was amazing uh, because it didn't rely on your typical game mechanics. Like, uh, as a as an aside, like I've been watching playing uh, Blanca play a little bit of Inside. Uh, she was she played it through. I didn't watch it after the first sort of level that she played. But she was like, oh, I'm a bit stuck. And I'm like, go left instead of right. Pick that up because that's shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it over there because that's the only thing you can interact with. Or like there's a puzzle where you've got two of the people you can control. And, you know, you could, they, you've got to get them onto two switches, but they Aye. walk too far. Yeah, and yeah. the instant, you know, because I, I'm trained from so many years, like 30 years of playing games, I was like, shut that door. Shut that door. Shut that door. Make them so they have to move in a different time signature, and then they'll go on the Pull thing. them apart, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but what I felt about The Witness was that it didn't pander to that kind of gaming training. Like, you had to sit down and think, holy shit, right, what do I do here? <laughs> yeah. Pay attention, take notes. I mean, it was the first game I've played in probably 20 years where I sat down with a with a physical notepad. It's my, it's my second since Fez. Right. <laughs> Even Fez didn't give you i mean if you wanted to take notes to find more stuff you could sure. like where have i been where have i not been where where did i see a secret mm-hmm. with fez i was content on getting to the end sure that was me done with fez it was a wonderful oh, you didn't finish episode. it then yeah i finished it but i didn't finish it finish it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and that's the problem with the witness that even if i finish it i know i haven't finished it finished it yeah not to early satisfaction anyway no, 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 but there, there, there is even a puzzle that you know some like only like a handful of people in the world have done, right? Because it's like even like a hidden puzzle within the world. It's like an Easter egg puzzle, you know. So you can't hundred percent it unless you find this weird ass, you know. And I'm like Bob with you know your your doubts going into World of Warcraft again. Like I can't be asked. Yeah, there's so much available to play that I can't be putting sixty hours into the. Witness. I think for me, it's like I don't see myself getting as invested well. as like Uli, for example. So maybe I just stop here. Yeah. I had some time with it. I might return to it. And I think there's some direction. I, some directions I didn't poke in that I can try and feel like I've, I'm not halfway through, but yeah, I think that's going to be difficult to get back to. Um, I'll throw another one out there for, for me, the division. Right. Um, oh, Bob, yes. Bob and I played it, uh, over a couple of streams. I think I amounted like four to five hours total. But then um, life happened, other streams happened, other games came out, and I haven't returned to it since the month it came out. And I would Which like to finish. To did you? I, I think I asked you. Did you ever go back and play with your with your like alt character? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I played with myself. <laughs> no, no. I made another character to play solo. But yeah. the character that I had with you, it's still there with the same level, with the same progression. We just have to continue it, man. Sure, I would be fine with it. Um, yeah. Maybe that will crop up soon that sure. is a game in another segment that is a game that i have absolutely rinsed until the expansions which i do have because i got the season pass but i was sort of 99 percent on trophies which is how i was guiding progression in that game because otherwise it's just numbers sure and you keep doing the same thing over and over again um so i think i only have one trophy on the base game until i get platinum but it's really hard and i couldn't be bothered um probably like kill- killing 
PvP style. It was. It was killing killing other agents in PvP, like yeah. killing rogue agents in PP, PvP. <laughs> so That's so like it the, has to be someone that has already started a fight. Exactly. Like and at that point was the point where people had started duping weapons, uh, glitching armor, that kind of stuff. You know, it was around the time of the first expansion. Uh, mm. which I really didn't fancy the the idea of an unskippable 15-wave horde mode. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Couldn't be bothered. Switched it off. Deleted it. Never played it again. <laughs> but I, yeah. feel, I feel I got enough out of that game. Yeah. The only 50-wave the only horde mode I'd be up for is if, like, the Gears of War 4-1 is really good, or if we went back and played, like, the Gears of War to horde mode or something like that but yeah i think i want to play through this this, the the core of that game but yeah i the core is worth it i wouldn't probably recommend anything after that sure um Um, bob you got any yeah i think the game that i would get back to or i would like to get back to is tokyo mirage sessions me too (laughs) because it's it's a really good game i bought it i started it and i played a little bit but then life happened, I forgot about it, and I ended up like leaving it there. It's still inside the, the Wii U waiting for me to play it. And I, and I do want to get back to play it and finish it. And it's, um, it's a potential contender for Game of the Year. Why not? Sure. I mean, it's a, it's a really good one. So this is definitely something that I want to do before the year ends. Um, similar, well, I don't know if it's similar, but Yakuza 5, that, that technically came out in, no, no, did it come out December? I think it came out in Europe in December, so it doesn't actually count. Um, I remember I purchased it like on the month it was released, and I cannot even remember when that was. I want to say it's. I, I want to say that I first started playing it on the thirty first of December. Hmm. Um, so that doesn't count for this arbitrary <laughs> game of the year thing. <laughs> um, so I probably I could maybe hold on that. Um, Stardew Valley was on my list as well, but um, you can't finish that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you that. you can well you can somehow yeah but For I here I've not put enough enough time into it to really have a full opinion on it um, mm-hmm. Trackmania Turbo kind of <laughs> I just forgot it existed after a certain point <laughs> um, and that's kind of it like I've got a I've got a running list of my favourites from this year but those are the ones that could still make it up there unless we unless we just played a fuck ton of Drawful Two. <laughs> uh, or the upcoming Jackbox Party Pack 3. Oh, I'll kind of wait for that. That looks yeah. awesome. There's one where you're designing t-shirts. <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds like everything I need in a video game. Exactly. Um, yeah, those are the only ones for me. Have you guys got any others? No, because uh, a lot of the ones to? I've got set, they're all older games. Like I started playing Rayman Legends, really was enjoying it, and then other stuff came out and I left it. Sure. And that's another game where I feel I would have to go back because the mechanics get obviously more complicated as you go along. So I'll probably have to start a new game on that. Sure. Um, which would be annoying because I have like probably like 90 stars or whatever you collect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, games of this year, I've been pretty good in getting through them unless I didn't like them. Sure. Basically. That's, yeah. <laughs> There's no point <laughs> sticking with them. Exactly. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know if there's anything massive on my list that came out this year that I, I started playing and failed at. Sure. Bob, anything else? Uh, from this year, I'm pretty sure that I'm missing a lot of games that I, I really want to play, but I just am drawing a blank right I've, now. I, I can throw you, I can throw you some of mine. Other, yeah, there. other than the games that you mentioned, I definitely do want to get back to, uh, Trackmania that yeah. I also forgot it existed and it's not 
Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, throw me throw me a bone here. Let's see what, um, what else that was released. Uncharted Four. Never played it. Um, Hyperlight Drifter. Oh no! Ooh, but I want to buy it. <laughs> I have it on I PC buy it. and PlayStation Four. I still haven't even found the first boss. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a good game. It's um, a good game, and I love the music and I love the atmosphere. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But okay. Uh, it's just a bit obscure, and when you're coming home from work after like an eight-hour day with a three-hour round-trip commute, maybe sometimes you don't want to play difficult and obscure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you just want to shoot some Turks in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Battlefield One demo, obviously. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, Doom. Finished it. Nope, haven't played it. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls Three. Never gonna Finished play it. it. Um, Inside was on my list as well. Haven't Inside. started. We'll get it done before the end of the year, but it doesn't count as going back to. Cool. And I Inside think I- is another game that I want to finish, and it would probably not take very long because it's a short game. Sure. But yeah, that that's one of them as well. And then another one on my list, which probably won't stick for the whole year, but I'm sure it'll be on Earl's, is Devil Daggers. Oh, yes. Was that this year? I thought it was oh, yeah, last yeah. year's. Yeah, it was, no, early it, was after, it was after 4AF, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, cool, yeah. Then yes, Devil um, Daggers. The second part to this question then is... Um, we can just quickly rinse through this. Um, any games that you're really looking forward to that you think could like, top your list or something like that? I, I, mm. I can run through just to give you some hints. Uh, Forza Horizon 3 is out end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Jackbox Party Pack 3 should <laughs> be out in September. Yeah. Um, Mafia 3. Definitely going to check it out. Did enjoy yeah. both of the first Mafia games. Yeah. Then you've got like Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 coming out in October as well. Um Played the well, beta of both. More uh, impressed by BF1 than Titanfall. Okay. Um, Last Guardian's supposed to be out end of October. So they mm. say. They've got a date. Like, they can't take that back, right? Yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen as well. Uh, sure. Wasn't on my list, but mm. yeah. Um, and Dishonored 2. Definitely. Oh, and uh, Dead Rising 4. Nee. Oh, yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. We'll I didn't play. know there was it this year. And then... Um, Watch There's Dogs a couple of UB games like Watch Dogs 2 and South Park. Both South Park. on my list, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watch, Dogs, Watch Dogs I really enjoyed despite itself. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was too bloated. It was it was the UB game gone to the logical <laughs> limit. Yeah, I remember it. You just going, nope, nope, can't do it. No, I played it. I, I did. I finished the story and I tried to get the platinum on it. And then yeah. in the end, I was just like, balls to that nope there's just too much to do and a lot of it because a lot of the trophies were based around online play which is just luck i think the moment i gave up was when i found out one of the hidden trophies was based around other people coming into your game but you don't know they're there (laughs) and you're not supposed to know they're there so it was like it was a completely luck based trophy Mm -hmm. but that was after i spent about 40 hours actually you know playing it Sure. Um, but Watch Dogs 2, apparently they've learned a lot from what went wrong in the first Watch Dogs. Uh, and the first Watch Dogs was, a, I agree with Earl, I think we did a podcast about this ages ago, mm-hmm. um, where he said it was actually a surprisingly good game. And I, mm-hmm. I agree with him. Like, he enjoyed it. I agree. So Watch Dogs 2, South Park should be really funny. Uh, Bob's got me all hyped for that after his <laughs> shitty nose experience. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, I, I played it a little bit and it's really good. Yeah, so like, if you if you enjoy the stick of truth, you will love the new one. Yeah, should be good. Although I haven't actually seen South Park for about four years, so I'm hoping I can still. That's okay. Get its relevance. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. 
And then, yeah, I'm trying to think what else is coming out that... It's all the big hitters, really, now. I'm trying to think if there's any other smaller indie games that are coming out. Yeah, but for me, they always come up out of nowhere. Yeah, they just appear. No, I know, but... boom, game of the year. For example, um, A Night night in the Woods um, was supposed to be out this year, but has been delayed, I think, until next year. That was the game. Uh, that I really wanted, like indie game that I really wanted to come out. Overland is out, but it's early access. Uh, that's another Finchy Corp game. Um, okay. Same same publishers as A oh, Night in the Woods. Uh, looks really good, but I I don't know. Um, it's it's out, but it's early access, and I'm I don't have the time for early access now. Give me the game, mm. I'll play it. Yeah. But wait till it's finished. So yeah, that's that's my year. I mean, whatever's coming out now, if it's the big hitters up to Christmas, I'm going to give them my time. See what's going on. If there's any little indie gems that come out and surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. Cool. Bob, anything jump to mind? A um, couple of things. Um, from my side, I'm mostly excited about Final Fantasy XV, despite all the... I mean, I'm trying to avoid all the hype behind and I'm trying to keep a, an open mind about it. Like, Totally subjective. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna want to try it. Uh, you know you're gonna to play it, it, so there's no point keeping. I know I'm gonna play it. I'm not. I know I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. So for sure, I'm looking forward to it, and I am reserving my right to get disappointed or surprising. <laughs> or to be fair, to be fair, I can't take disappointed. that away from you. Yeah, I did exactly the same with No Man's Sky. I enjoyed the time I had with that game because I literally didn't see any of the press before I went into that game. Mm-hmm. exactly so that's exactly the, the No Man's Sky tactic is the same one that I'm following with Final Fantasy so mm-hmm. can't really go wrong with that if I don't like it then I, it will be my own impression anyway sure and, that's fair. and I already played the, the demos that they released and I like them so it's really it's gonna be hard for me not to like it yeah on the other hand it's also on November um, they're releasing Pokemon Sun and Moon for the 3DS and uh, I don't know what to think about that because I look forward for this new entry, and I look forward for all the new content, but when I played Pokemon X when it was first released, I found it so boring and easy, so I haven't lost any single combat at all in the game. Mm. I'm completely overpowered all the time, and I don't want that to happen with Sun and Moon. It's just like you're in real life, Bob. Yeah, exactly, just like real life. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it, it might just ruin the game for me. So if I turn it out, it's easy. I, I don't. I'm not gonna care enough about the content if I don't see any challenge at all. Sure. So I, I wonder if that's um, caused by how you played it or something. I'm completely sure it's not because I played <laughs> or the way I played it. Because yeah. I mean, I just played it the same way that I played all the previous entries, and on the okay. previous entries, I found the challenge. Yeah. On this one, I didn't. Sure. And I just rinsed through it. The 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 gym leaders just on a single hit or like. <laughs> No, yeah, no challenge whatsoever. Sure. And I, I wonder if this will be the same with the with the new entry. I will still buy it. I will still play it because you're a sucker. Because yeah, it's, it's sucker. still it's still fun. I mean, <laughs> I'm not really like a a hardcore Pokemon fan, but they're still fun games. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like collecting the things, and I kind of like the the stuff that they show. So yeah, well, I don't know. Apparently, Snorlax stands up. And what? Sorry. Apparently, Snorlax stands up. Pikachu is a water type now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's dead. He just plays down in a puddle. (laughs) Somebody did not think that through. (laughs) (laughs) But 
<laughs> think it through. They, they have really turned the thing upside down, and I don't know what to think about that. I welcome it personally, but I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna fly with the fans. We will see. Mm-hmm. I look forward to see all, everything behind the launch of Pokemon itself more than the game itself. Sure. But yeah, looking forward to many other things that I just forgot about. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll yeah. come back. Um, okay, we'll, we'll do one more question actually, because we've got a couple, we'll save them for another time. Uh, we've, we've played a fair bit of Hitman between, well, we've experienced Hitman as a collective, and, uh, they've got two more locations coming out, uh, before the end of this year, before the end of the season. Uh, they're going to the US, we don't know exactly where, they're, and they're going to Japan, we don't know exactly where. Um, the question would be, for a season two, which locations would you want Hitman to go to? Chueca. Uh, <laughs> Center of Madrid. Yeah. Gay Pride. Gay, gay party capital of Madrid. That would be yes. actually on Gay Pride. That would be, it would be similar to the, was it Mardi Gras in Blood yeah. Money? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Be very similar. Just imagine that. Gay Pride in Madrid in Chueca. Yeah. Yeah. You've got yourself a potential level. For, the, for that Mardi Gras feeling, I was hoping that the Japan one is like Akihabara. Like peak, <laughs> peak Akihabara. And there's just, people everywhere you can go up to like a fake super potato and there's like retro games and your target is like a, like a uh what is it like the uh tea maiden shop or something your target could know. be gwen stefani who was trying to steal all the <laughs> all the little japanese girls for her yeah she's like smug smuggling yeah children yeah um another one would be like i think in blood money I'm sure you remember it vividly. They did the White House. Yes. Like returning to that kind of setting, like a presidential... I actually really enjoyed that level. That was about my favorite level in that game because I, I smoothed through that level. It was just like, <laughs> ee, I'm Hitman. That was like my, my peak Hitman experience with Blood Money. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this, two things. Uh, number one, something sprung to mind when you were talking about all the different destinations that you went to. Was okay. He's Hitman. He's supposed to blend in. You know, he's all there. Yeah, he just wanders in. How many languages does this guy know? All of them. All the languages, because he blends <laughs> in. So, like, you were playing the 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 Sapienza levels. Yeah, I've, that's the one I've seen the most of. But you're playing the Sapienza levels, and you're blending in in a kitchen. You got some Italian chef like barking orders at you, and you're like, "See, si, chef, uh, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> you know, not even breaking a bead of sweat when people are like questioning you in you know french italian thai whatever you know have you seen um you probably haven't seen it but the latest level was in bangkok in this hotel right and one of one of the uh opportunities is that you can blend in blend in as the support drummer like the the stand-in drummer for the band right and um giant bomb played it this way and they got to the point where they're like oh it'd be amazing if he's just terrible yeah and he gets found out because he's terrible and then he does this drums this amazing drum solo and they're just all <laughs> clapping and then he gets carte blanche on doing whatever he wants right so he he's, he's a drummer. also a world-class drummer yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know and so that was just one little question that spun off in my mind like <laughs> and then the other question that came in from that was i'd really like to see a level where you're under a lot of pressure, like underwater. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're literally in the Mar- Marinas Trench in know. the International <laughs> Space Station. Yeah, no. What I mean is that you're always like you're always on a calm lead up in these missions. From the ones I've seen, 
Sure. You're just like, do, 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 I'm in Sapienza. It's up to you to fuck it up. Yeah, it's up to you to fuck it up. Whereas what I want to see is Hitman hunted kind of thing. Mm. You know, I'd I'm like thinking, to see him in I'm some... I'm thinking something like Colombia or, or even, Brazil. Yeah, or somewhere, somewhere where Drug you would be... Stuff, yeah. Like, not only that, but you stand out like a sore thumb because you're a big... You're a six foot five, bald white guy, or it's in Africa or something. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like you're in you're in some sort of slum in Sierra Leone, and you're just like, boop, 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 I'm a mass bald white guy. If anyone sees me, I'm fucked. Sure, you know, because maybe you're in some like you know uh, warlords territory or something like this, and you know, I'm not suggesting that Square Enix do a level where blackface is an opportunity, because that would just be terrible. <laughs> but what I am saying is, you know, I'd like to see it a bit more where you don't have that sort of ease at the beginning of a mission. Yeah, you you start on the women's carriage in Tokyo. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you start upside down in, you know, a leaking submarine you know. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know... Something like that where you've got pressure on and you've got to think on the fly. When when they do the um the different like the the custom start locations, like it's assumed that he's been there for a few weeks to to get to get blending in. That, like he's yeah. not just sat, he's not just walked in there five minutes prior as the chef <laughs> right, or something. No, but that um, still that still doesn't answer my question. Like he sure. he you know it takes more than two weeks to get up to speed with Italian, for example, or Thai. Even you know it's like. <laughs> Well, I think the the premise is that he's a clone, so maybe he's able to learn. Like maybe he comes pre-installed with the language package or something. Maybe know. so, maybe so. But what I would yeah, like I would to see, that. maybe not so much a location in Hitman Season Two, but I would like to see a difference in the mission style. The Shadow Water kind of thing. Yeah, or even or even aftermath of a hit. Like you've made the hit, you know, like the the you know, like the beginning of like in Born Identity when he the you know you eventually find out what the story is. Spoilers for a fucking fifteen year old movie here, but um, you know you find out that he was on a mission. The hit went wrong, right? He bodged it, and he had to get out of there, and something fucked up. Um, like I don't know if there's anything of that in the Hitman backstory. Cause kind I didn't play kind of, abs- mm. actually, because um, the one that you missed, I think, was Hitman Absolution, which yeah. is way more story driven and it was way more linear. Like the the levels were still. You can go anywhere, and some of them started in traditional Hitman fashion, where no pressure. You is in in your hands, your hands yeah. to to mess it up. Yeah, but some of them, the mission starts with you having to escape, like a train station or something like that, right. or moving moving through an area that y- you can't get through passively, or you can't get through um, without everyone. Um, suspecting suspecting you. you so okay they've kind they've kind of done that but they can't like i, I wouldn't see them being able to easily rec- uh, do that within the new game um and i think some people are put off by the new game who have played the previous ones because it misses that it feels too artificial feels too much like a constructed sandbox than like a, a, a living breathing yeah thing because it's all very constructed um so yeah i think maybe Maybe absolution is where is what you're looking for there, but I could, yeah, I could be interested in something where you're in like yeah. a dangerous situation as well as just like right now you're in a normal place, or maybe a hostile sense. environment as well, like yeah. you know something like Antarctic Research Station or something like this, where mm. you know it, you know being outside or being being in or the open Saharan desert time. or something like that. 
like something extreme conditions. Yeah, Saharan desert, you know, downed plane, <laughs> kill the target before the rescue chopper gets in or whatever. Yeah, mm. I don't know. What ifs? Sure. Or, or, <laughs> nah, that's it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> Bob did anything. Or Yorkshire. Or Yorkshire. Well, that, that would be. Yeah, I, I'd get a kick out of just how stupid that is. Yeah, stalking your prey across the Yorkshire moors. That'd be good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. On my side, I would I would like to see like more more actual known uh, locations. Like I don't know something like London or or Rio. You know, like uh, well known cities that may actually pose an important mission. Like I don't know, you want to. Kill a important UK politics figure of the moment right now. Whatever, <laughs> I'm fuck not going to mention any yeah, names. Fuck Brexit. Get hit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like or, a, f- a fake Thatcher two or something. Yeah, something like that. Or yeah, I don't think that... they can go. Like they went real with Gary Busey, but I don't think they can go and be all like edgy political by saying, "Oh, you got to kill." Uh, I don't know, Theresa May or no, something. No, I mean... Opportunity. It, it doesn't opportunity. even have to be like a high-profile target. It may be like some sort of uh, Guy Fawkes impersonator or something that wants to blow the <laughs> parliament, whatever. Sure. Some, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Opportunity. And, uh, Dress up as a dead pig. Let the prey come to you. <laughs> <laughs> Got you running my trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clamping down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. All right. But yeah, something like this kind of big events that has been that has actually happened and that people can can somehow relate to. Um, yeah. There were the, the Olympics in Rio uh, on la- last summer. Maybe uh, they would meet like some sort of similar event like that. In, in- I, they could do something like um like uh Sherlock Holmes did the the was it BBC series where they yeah. did period drama version of it like mm. Hitman. It's still Hitman. But it's in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like I guess Assassin's Creed kind of setting, kind of yeah. stuff like you that. You know, I, I just thought, you know, what would be probably the most shocking and uh, probably offensive location great, for great, a hitman level? The United Nations, the UN. Like, yeah, yeah. Like like hitman 47 has to carry out an assassination in the United Nations. Mm. That would probably trigger like World War Three. <laughs> Or I like I like Rob's suggestion, but maybe it could be like a, even like a training console where you could go back through famous assassinations in history and see how well, you pull it off. The the tutorial of the new Hitman kind of does that. You're in this weird tube chamber thing where they're reenacting his like Hitman, no, Agent Forty Seven's first hits. Yeah, yeah, sure. But what I mean is, if you were going for like, uh, you know, this movie Valkyria, which was about this uh, this German soldier's attempt to assassinate Hitler, because he was like, actually, this this guy is a bit much (laughs) 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 let's try and take him out so maybe you could like replay that mission and see how you do it differently because obviously Mm. you failed or like uh you know the assassination of archduke franz ferdinand that kicked off world war one you know could you have stopped the murderer before you know could you have stopped uh gavrilo princip before he pulled the trigger because that was a really not funny execution but it was like (laughs) Uh, like apparently four or five people tried to assassinate the guy and fucked it up mm-hmm. before this guy managed to finally get his bullet in, but that kicked off World War One. So you could go back into these like history-changing events. Mm. Um, 
you know, could be good. That would be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Ka- cool. Kind of off the, the Hitman thematic, so to speak. Yeah, but, no, it'd have to be, would, it'd have like to be to... something in, like, you know, bonus content or, you know, yeah, training exactly. console. Like a what-if scenario. Yeah, you've got 30 minutes to find five assassins to stop uh, Franz Ferdinand <laughs> being murdered or whatever. You oh, know. like an anti-hitman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you're you're hitting the hitman. Batman. Kind of thing, yeah. Hatman. Uh, hitman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good try. Valiant effort there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm hungry. Shall cool. we wrap it up? Um, do you want to... Should we try our backlog thing? Shall we try that next week? Yeah, let's go to that next week. I've got plenty to play already. Yeah, we're okay. already on, on an hour and a bit. Yeah, for sure. Here's a teaser for next week then. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a teaser. <laughs> cool. All right, we'll wrap it up. Um, if you have any questions for us and you enjoy this format, then tweet at us. Go play that over on Twitter. Or ask us any questions over on Facebook, goplaythat.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with more Go Play That Podcast. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. 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 Yeah.